0: Welcome, my name is Yvonne Benninger Rothschild. I'm the executive director of the EICC New York. This podcast is brought to you by the European American Chamber of Commerce, a platform where Europeans and Americans connect to do business. To produce this series, we have asked our members from across Europe and the United States to discuss current events and how they may affect transatlantic business activities. In addition to this recording, I invite you to listen to all of our podcasts You can find them on our website at eaccny.com right slash podcasts. I hope you will enjoy the insights our members together with my team have put together. And I encourage you to subscribe to the EACC podcast series on your favorite podcast server and to rate and share them with your friends and colleagues.
1: Hello, my name is Pablo Fratini melendez and I manage member engagement at the European American Chamber of Commerce in New York, and I'm also your host for this series, where we have discussed key issues related to Brexit. So in this episode, we will hear from Sally Jones and Ewan Holmes from Ernst & Young. They will discuss how businesses should manage and mitigate cost changes come the end of the transition period on December 31st. A little about our speakers. Sally leads Ernst & Young's trade strategy and Brexit team. She's a leading specialist in trade policy from both a global and Brexit perspective. Alongside her is Ewan, who leads commercial transformation in the regions of Europe, the Middle East, India, and Africa for Ernst & Young. And he has over 20 years of experience in commercial excellence as he works with his clients to creatively drive growth and develop new routes for, to consumers, helping to create an environment for increased investment and innovation across a wide range of sectors and countries. So we hope that their focus on commercial pricing will help you gain a better idea on how to best prepare for Brexit. Enjoy.
2: So, Ewan. Brexit brings an increase in the cost base for many companies. What are the most significant costs that you're seeing come through?
3: For me, I see the costs coming through in three main ways. There's the contingency fees that businesses are incurring at the moment uh, that hopefully are short term. They're having to increase stock on hand and build in contingency into their business at the moment. In the new environment post the end of the transition period, then broker fees is one component, but the largest component that we're seeing come through is the the new tariffs that businesses will be exposed to. And those tariffs we anticipate will be part of a no deal, um, but also with the size of the the free trade agreement being potentially quite small, then there will be a degree of, of tariffs in that environment too, potentially.
2: Yes, I can, I can see why businesses need to manage their cost increases. So are you seeing a trend of businesses looking to take costs out of their cost base or are they in fact more accepting that the base has fundamentally shifted?
3: I think it varies um, depending on the magnitude of the change in costs. Where some of the costs are lower than businesses are looking to absorb, or in fact it's even possible to absorb, I think where the costs are of a larger magnitude, then people are taking more extreme options to mitigate they're also then considering can they absorb or should they pass on to their customers, and some of those decisions depend what kind of operating model and what sector they're in so for example, are they in a pure business-to-business model or are they a business-to-consumer business model? Because how they behave will be different depending on those operating models.
2: And I'm guessing that how competitors are reacting is also a consideration. But how, how do companies access competitor intelligence? Are they able to access competitor intelligence?
3: How competitors react is a key component of being successful Um, because your competitors have different exposures to the tariffs, despite potentially offering a similar range of products. So they might use different um, ingredients in those products. They might manufacture them in different locations. They also may be working through a range of um, different types of mitigation. So what you think is their exposure today might not be their exposure in January. Um, in terms of assessing that, then there's a number of different types of publicly available pieces of information in terms of trade flows and product flows it's possible to access in order to conduct a, a sort of an outside-in piece of work that's not dissimilar to um, how you might approach some due diligence and lead up to a transaction to try and understand the opportunities and risks around an organisation.
2: So within that context, to what extent do pricing and promotional and trade term strategies have to be updated?
3: I think holistically is my view. Um, If I take consumer products as an example, which is one of the most exposed, taken into account the tariffs coming on um, agricultural products and farm gate products, then some of these categories in consumer products have... 80, 90% volume on deal, i.e. products that are sold at a discounted price. And therefore, if you pass through a price increase only on your base volume, then you're only passing through 10 or 20% of the price increase. So you have to look at what are you going to do with your base price? What are you going to do with your promoted price? And how do you anchor that to trade terms as well? So it has to be a holistic end-to-end view, in my opinion.
2: And are commercial teams equipped and ready to identify and then execute on those revised strategies?
3: I think in my view, they're not. And I actually have quite a lot of sympathy for them not being prepared with somewhere in the region of six to seven weeks to go. Um, We currently don't know the terms on which we're exiting and therefore preparing for something that's unknown is quite hard. I think there are certain capabilities that can be built certain approaches that should be developed and understood, but precisely what's going to be executed and are they ready for that, I'd say no, but the capabilities are being built in the the background.
2: And on that subject of capability building, I I can't ignore IT systems. How are they looking in terms of readiness and execution?
3: Again, it's one of these areas which is relatively under-considered or under-assessed, The the complexity of discount structures within an ERP system is is significant and therefore the amount of testing involved in making sure that you're implementing price changes because we keep talking about incremental costs but they might not all be going up. Some of them could be coming down so it's a price change conundrum and therefore there is a scenario where every single product that gets sold to every single customer has to have its prices changed on the 31st of December, which would be the biggest single price change event that most of my clients have ever experienced and something akin to an SAP migration or, in fact, Y2K. And I think against that backdrop, they're, they're simply not prepared to be able to make, make that, that change and also be prepared for what happens if the changes in the systems go wrong and they're shipping products at the wrong prices on the 1st of January.
2: Fascinating. Thank you, Ewan, very much for your time.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you both, Sally Jones and Ewan Holmes from Ernst Young for coming to speak with us today. We really enjoy you taking the time to do so. And another thank you to our audience. We hope that you enjoyed this Brexit musing episode where we muse about Brexit and that we hope that you stay tuned for our next episode. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for this podcast from the European American Chamber of Commerce, New York. Please remember to subscribe and rate this episode and be sure to check out the complete list of recordings on our website at eaccny.com. If you have any thoughts or comments about this series we would love to hear from you feel free to reach out to us at membership at eaccny.com to learn more about our work how to get involved and how to join our transatlantic network